Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. for Simple Faith on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host, Dale Carlson. This is Bob Bomier, and uh, I'm co-hosting today with Jim Barnes. Yes. And uh, we're looking forward to our interview today. Um, and uh, Dale has a great time off for the next couple weeks. So we have today with us... Uh, Corey Pennypacker, and she has an organization, she's CEO of it, is Bibles to School. It's very interesting, and uh, we know that uh, uh, Corey is very passionate about children and the spread of the gospel. Corey, tells us, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself, if you well, would. Well, before, okay. before you start in, Corey, though, can I just suggest if you, if you get excited listening to share, Corey share her story, we would love for you and to call into this station. You can call us yes. uh, to ask any questions you have for Corey or to say anything that God touches your heart about this ministry. You can call us at WBCI, and you call the phone number is 207 925. No, it's actually 725. 9224. Let's do it again. 725-9224. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, uh, Corey. So tell us a little bit about yourself and 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 how you ever got into this ministry. Sure. Um, I'm Corey Pennybacker, like you said, CEO of Bible to School, and uh, I'm from Pennsylvania, and I was a Navy wife. Uh, uh-huh. So I, I, my background is I, I was around the country. We were, uh, we did live in Newport, Rhode Island at one point. So, but I also <laughs> lived in the South, where there are a lot of Southern accents there. They talk very slow there. Uh, we lived in the West Coast already too. So been around this country. And you have a beautiful area on um, the New England. Love New England. Uh, so, but but I, I did get into children's ministry. I was a children's ministry director for a large church um, for uh, ten years. But I've been in children's ministry for about twenty years, and ten of that has been in Bible to school. And I had never heard of this, um, Bob and Jen. Uh, people are like, "What? What is Bible to School? It is a nonprofit." that teaches the Bible to public school children during their school day, during school hours. And people say, what in the world? Oh, yeah. You can do this? It's illegal <laughs> to teach the Bible to public school kids during the school day? And it is. It is legal. I was blown away. I've been a, a children's ministry director. You know, people were coming to me. I used to have you know 
babies and preschoolers and all that coming to me every Sunday. Uh, this was so cool because we can go to the children and we can take the, the Bible oh. and the Word of God to children. So I was very intrigued by this. Um, I have... I'm going to talk about more, but I have uh, three grown boys, um, and they, uh, two of them are married, one of them I'm working on, uh, <laughs> and, and, but it's, we've just had a couple weddings in the past two to three years, so it's been a lot of fun at our house doing this stuff, so, um, but that's a little bit about me. I love children. Um, I love uh, equipping the body of Christ to work with children. It's not as scary as you think. Well, well, it's wonderful that, you know, God gives us a passion. A lot of people say, well, what, what is my purpose? And, and it's not that difficult, um, mm-hmm. you know, to really know your purpose. You know, what things are, are you naturally, uh, uh, do you naturally uh, go toward? And, yes. And, you know, and, and usually it's in that passion that God can build uh, through you because he designed each one of us. Um, yes. Yes, and one thing I, I I had to say that I work with I work with hundreds and I work with thousands of volunteers, and they're always kind of scared. You know, like well, I don't know what I'm good at, or I don't know what God's called me to. And like you said, it's usually the passion, and um, usually a good organization, a good person, an organized one, will have places for all different people. So even at Bible school, we have cra- people who just do crafts. And wow. I honestly, the thought of cutting out crafts and all that kind of stuff actually gives me hives. So <laughs> I, I'm like, I cannot do that. Oh, so I we understand. are very, very thankful. And it's, it's usually nursing homes that, that go to our craft groups or nursing homes that do that to, for the children. That's well, pretty cool. Well, yeah. wonderful. So, so uh, maybe it's redundant here, but I want to ask you a question. What is uh, a Bibles to School, and how are you involved? Now, we know you're CEO, uh, so the audience out there understands what is it exactly? Well, it's it's a program that is uh, it's called a release time program, and release time is is where uh, it has been a U.S. Oh. Supreme Court. Uh, backed since 1952, people don't really realize this, that you can take children out of school when they can be released, which is, it's not a prison ministry, it's, it's they release them from school, and um, for maybe an hour a week, uh, during our program is over lunch and recess, uh, but it's during the school day, so kids don't have to uh, you know, drop them off or pick them up. It's very convenient for families. And um, they, they, they have to be off site. They have to have parental permission and it can't cost the taxpayer any money. So it's all privately funded. So those are the three things that make it legal on the federal level. Each state has their own, uh, might have their own little caveat to that in Pennsylvania. Uh, the extra little caveat to that is uh, that you can only do it up to 36 hours a year. So oh. um, in Ohio, uh, the school board has to approve it. Uh, I think in South Carolina as well. So I don't know what it is in Maine. Um, we're not in Maine yet, but um, that's why I'm here. I'm here, here to see if uh, people are interested in teaching the Bible to public school children during the school day because we equip moms, dads, grandparents, communities to do that. I'm doing it for, gosh, I think you asked me when we talked earlier, um, it's been about 44 years that the organization has been doing this. Oh, really? And just, 
Yeah, it's been around a while. So, um, but it, the reason it got started, this is very interesting. There's a, a group of pastors uh, near Syrium in a small town here. Uh, they wanted to, um, the divorce was big. It was in 1979. Uh, most kids, most families went to church back then. Uh, think Little House on the Prairie and all that. Uh, and but the divorce was happening, and then kids were missing church. They were going from one house to the other, uh, and they were there was a very small percentage, but they wanted to catch them in the middle of the week, so they didn't miss, they didn't miss church. What's interesting? Fast forward 44 years later, God has designed this so that we can catch the kids because hardly anybody goes to church now. So now this sometimes we are their only church. And these kids wow. is the first time they've ever heard of God, Bob. Okay, Corey, but you you use the term catch the kids. What is it that you want to give those kids during this time? Yeah, good question. We want to, to um, tell them, first of all, tell them who God is because they don't know. Uh, we get that question all the time. Uh, there are, uh, we, we wrote, we have over two, almost, oh, we had almost 2,000 children last year, oh. and 60% of them had no church home, so they did not even know who God was. So we, we teach them there's a God who made them, there's a God who loves them, there's a God who has a plan and a purpose for life, their life, and they're not alone. And, and Jesus Christ died for their sins, and they can uh, confess that and ask them into this, their heart, and they can be together with him forever, for eternity. And what good news that is to share. Mm. You just see them when you hear, they hear that. They, their whole countenance Wonderful. is relieved, really? Jen, than when they hear that, when they hear the gospel mm. message. So that's our, our heart. Uh, we teach that our program is second, third, and fourth grade. And second grade is Old Testament. Third grade covers New Testament, oh. and fourth grade is a discipleship to how wow. to how to live it. So, um, we we really hit, try to hit them uh, in that sweet spot of uh, where their their character, their spiritual uh, morals and values are really forming. That's in their in their mind. Oh wow! Uh, I, yeah, I always tell um, pastors when I talk to them, man, you I feel bad for you guys. You guys have to change people's minds because your morals and values are set by the time you're 13. Um, they're really, it's something that, um, you know, in the brain actually uh, develops uh, physiologically, their morals and values develop by the time you're 13. So yes. we try to hit them in elementary school uh, so that they can know who God is and, and know that there's a God who loves them and know biblical truth. And these young children, you're seeing them really respond to this news about God that they that they didn't know about? Oh, yeah. Um, I had a little boy. His name is Gabriel. And Gabriel was a third grade, a little blonde, blue-eyed boy. He was <laughs> in the city. And I was his small group leader. So that's our program. There's large group and small group. And he, in large group, he had um, accepted Christ as his Savior. There was a teaching, and he said the prayer and, and he um wanted christ to be in his life forever and he came back running back to my small group and i said gabriel man you, you just asked jesus would be in your life forever and he said yes i did and i said well tell me about that and he said something i will never forget and i actually get choked up about it he said i've always wanted how to get to heaven but no one's ever told me hmm. oh, wow. let that sink in a little bit these kids are 
like a block away from your house. They're, you know, somebody, everybody lives close to an elementary school. Mm. And, and yet they don't even know who he is or, or, and they want to know, they want to know how to get to heaven. Um, uh, Jim and Bob, they, there's three questions that are, that um, kids want to know. They want to know where that come from, okay. what's my purpose, yeah. and what happens after I die. Wow. Not just kids. The Bible answers all that. In fact, adults want to know that too. <laughs> oh yes, I work with senior citizens, and they even senior citizens have those questions clear, deep in their hearts. Yeah, and they yeah, want so to hear something about. It. Well, listen, this you now. How often do you actually meet with these? Is this a once a week class or? It is. Our program is designed for once a week uh, over lunch and recess for an hour. Uh, it is. Um, they come with their the, the volunteers go and get them at the school. Either they walk uh, across oh. the street to a church or down the or they are bused to a nearby church. Mm. They only get an hour, so it's not. It's pretty. It has to be pretty organized. Yeah. And um, so they come and they start right away on the bus. Hey, how was your week? We, we prayed for your grandmother last week. How are they doing? Oh. So that relational part of it is really, really important. Um, and then they, they bring their lunch with them and they sit at small group or it's round tables, um, six kids to a small group leader. Um, and, and then they, they crinkle their paper and are getting their food ready. And, and this large group <laughs> teacher is teaching in the front and he, they have a think about it question on the board. And I know one of my favorites is, uh, Jonah and the whale. And the think about it question is, um, how does God give you second chances? And so they teach on during the whale. There is a giant blow up uh, whale, oh. 30 feet oh. long, that they put, and it's made with uh, gardening paper, <laughs> duct tape, and a fan. Hmm. And we teach people how to do this. So that's one thing you need to know about Bible school. We teach others how to do this. <laughs> yeah. We teach them how to fish, basically. And so <laughs> kids get inside the belly of the whale. They learn about Jonah. They come out and they always remember that. I mean, you know, that's pretty darn cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And they eat their lunch, and then um, then they go into their small groups. And they at this particular it's all hands-on think 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 vbs think vacation bible school and kids learn with their hands or some of them you know do like learn with crafts some of them learn with with visual but we cover it all but this particular lesson um they come back to small group and they talk about you know how does god get second chances and that's really what the meat of it is uh jim and and they um talk with their small group leader they look things up in the bible um but also this time this particular lesson they have a ice a bucket of ice water and <laughs> they uh put on their hands in the water boys love this they put their hand in the water to see how long they can keep it in there because jonah was thrown into cold water and so you know putting their hand in there and then and then they put on a blubber glove it is a, a double um rubber glove with crisco lard in the middle of it it's really disgusting and was <laughs> all that <laughs> and they put on put it in their hands in the the um ice water and say, well, they can put their hand in and they can put it in longer. And so they, they actually physically see how God gave Jonah second chances and talk about forgiveness and that God, where does God give them second chances? And then you go right into the gospel message of Jesus Christ. So 
Wow. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, you do it all in basically 40 minutes, uh, 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, all equals an hour. So it is pretty, pretty intense. But these kids uh, grab onto this, they're, they're hungry for it. So, uh, Corey, but uh, now tell me something about how did, how do you, how does God, how do he kind of guide you into this kind of ministry? This is fascinating. Yeah, um, I was praying that God would use me. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to see people. Uh, I'm a leader. I'm a team leader. I love teams. <laughs> and I was a team captain of a tennis team in my college, when I went to college. And by the way, we won the state champion. Just putting it in there. Uh, ah. Championship. <laughs> but, uh, but we, um, I really enjoyed that in college. And he see, I, I just really enjoy working on teams and getting people on their right spot so we can all, you know, leverage and our, our gifts. And yeah. so I was praying about that actually in my bedroom. Um, I, I, my husband had a job um, that he was traveling a lot and uh, he was, I, I, we hardly saw each other. I was working at the church on the weekends and we were two shifts passing the night and we really, we were, we were a military family before. We know how important it is to have date nights and be, get together. So uh, I decided to step down from my position at the church and I was just kind of lost. And I was praying about it and the phone rang right beside me and it was the director of this organization that said, we, we know you're not working anymore at the church. Do you want to come help us? So I became a volunteer and just saw the light bulbs go on on simple Bible stories. They really work. Kids don't need to have a lot of fancy stuff. They, I mean, everybody thinks they do, but um, they just want to be loved. They want to be heard. And they want to, they have serious questions they want to know the answer to. Now, Corey, this is an, a nationwide organization? It is. We have a franchise model, if you will, uh, where we actually teach other people to build teams and um we just equip them with a toolbox and we have all the curriculum we have um everything you need to start this program we took all it's a plug and play we took all the guesswork out of it and all you got to do is recruit teams that we and we teach you how to do that um get some funding um get some volunteers and we have all the legal backing. We've kind of been through it all, so we absolutely, absolutely um, can help others do that. We've been doing that for the past five years, teaching other people how uh-huh. to do it, and with, we've grown forty percent. We have Wonderful. a couple. We have twenty-seven states that are interested oh, in uh, in doing. We got to go to break, so, Corey. Um, <laughs> we got to go to a two-minute break here, and sure. we're going to come right back to that. And uh, sounds fascinating. So uh, we'll see you all in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Well, we're back with uh, Simple Faith Radio. We just want to remind you, too, that this is a live broadcast. You're very welcome to call in at 725-9224, and we're with Corey Penny Packer and with Bibles to School, a very interesting subject. And uh, uh, Corey, I know on the last question that was asked, uh, one thing I know in, in the Old Testament says the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. And, and usually we don't really see that until we look back at what God has done in our previous life to prepare us for what 
we're doing now. And we really encourage people out there uh, that God didn't call you to sit in a pew. Uh, he's called you to uh, to uh, reap the harvest. He said, my labor is a few, but my harvest is ripe. So uh, go ahead and uh, continue with what you were talking about, uh, Corey, and uh, we'll listen here. Yeah, well, you were asking me what states uh, this program is in. Yeah, I think uh, it, like I said, we teach... We teach others, we equip others to teach the Bible to public school children during their school mm-hmm. day, during school hours, okay. and it's legal, and yes. it's legal in all 50 states, and so there's 27 states that are interested in it, which we're in Pennsylvania, it has grown all across Pennsylvania, um, from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia, uh, and we're, it's just, it's in demand, I mean, people are, it, it's, it's something that people recognize that their kids need good biblical morals and values. We already have people interested in Hawaii. So wow. oh my. my team is, is clamoring to say, well, I'll help over there. I'll help there. <laughs> Cause I was going to ask you, Corey, can people call you from wherever they are and say, how do they we do can. that? They can. In fact, we had been on um, last year on Dr. Dobson's Family Talk, and there's people from all over the world that were contacting us uh, about this. Uh, We we only do it in Pennsylvania, or I'm sorry, we only do it in um, in the United States uh, for public school in the United States. We encourage other countries to to do it as well. Uh, But we one thing that's interesting. Everybody always asks me. Uh, why did people, why do parents who aren't or aren't going to church or aren't sending their kids to church, why do they sign their kids up for this? Because they have to, it's, you know, it's voluntary. You have to sign your kids up. And oh. um, I always think that kid, parents want to know or want want kids good things for their children. And all all parents, no matter who you are, no matter what walk of life you are, you want good things for your children. And this is a good thing. They see the biblical morals and values um, as a good thing for their kids to learn. That's one thing. But the second thing, which makes a lot of sense to me, especially in our culture today, it's during the day. It's convenient. They don't have to pick them up or drop them off. That's why oh. we get so many kids. We get 60% of our kids, about six out of 10 kids, you don't know who God is and, and every week in our, in our programs. And um, so many kids are asking just who is God? I've never heard of them. Wow. And it's just, it's just amazing to me. And you know, as we're, we're Americans, we love convenient things. Well, this is, this is convenient. And, and parents are really busy I and mean, they're doing all kinds. I'm sure you have know, kids, grandkids who are just on the go. Uh, well, this is during the middle of the school day, and it's it is legal. And that's the other question I always ask yeah. Bob and Jen is, well, how can this be legal? Well, one, yeah. you really research public school and started with the well, the, the loose part of it started with the Puritans. I started they and they wanted they had everything they did like the readers in school. It was all with the Bible. Everybody had one, um, and they you know. Verses learned the alphabet with with Bible verses. I mean, it's very uh, public school is very steeped in in the Bible. Um, and then there was a movement at the end of the uh, uh, 1800s, early 1900s, to get the Bible out of school. 
Um, they did that by 1914, mm. and um, that's when this release time started happening. And then it was challenged in 1952, and the U.S. Supreme Court upheld it. So Neil Prayer came out of school in the 60s, but this did not. This has been going strong the whole time. And isn't it like our God to have oh, really? a provision like this? when our kids need it so desperately. But uh, don't you get a lot of objection? I mean, there seems to be a whole big movement out there to introduce to kids in school things that are absolutely in conflict with God. Uh, Correct. Do, yep. do you run right into a lot of problems? Um, yeah. The, what we do, um, most of the time when we have, when we teach parents to approach the school we have all the information for them they go into the with a principal oh. um, parents or principals and superintendents the constituents are the parents so if the parent wants this program they need to look into it and they need to give it some serious thought you know so we make it as easy as possible for for these communities to do this and sometimes they use if there's pushback um, a lot of them, most of them see it as a good thing. They're like, okay, this is their religious freedom. This is the right to have, and I understand it. Uh, but some don't understand that, and we have to kindly educate them. And like I said, we teach our, our body school leaders to um, uh, definitely push back, even though someone says, well, you can't do this. No, if they say no, you keep going. And we also have the backing of some great organizations, um, Alliance Defending Freedom, um, I know the Liberty, uh, 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 our lawyers and from the Liberty Council also oh. help with this. Uh, but yeah, it, it's something that they just don't know. And, and teachers, and when they, they're not necessarily against religion or against your, our kids' religious rights. Right? They just don't know. I had a my own son. It was Christmas and. Uh, he, you know, I, I talked to my boys when they come home. I tried to pull things out of them because they didn't, they didn't tell me stuff. But I'd say, how was your day? And they'd say, good. And I'd say, what's good about it? And my <laughs> one son said, well, I, I had something confusing happen today, Mom. Um, we were talking about Christmas. It was December. And uh, my my uh, I, I put a paper in and she said, you know, tell me something about Christmas. And I wrote Jesus' birthday. And she said, well, that's not right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> right that that's a reason but we can't say that in school which was confusing to my son because you know he grew up learning about jesus and this is jesus's birthday you know and, and this is this is his religion this is his freedom and uh he I, I ended up going to the teacher and she was a christian she really but she really didn't know that you can put jesus name down as an answer on a <laughs> test or or do a paper on him, or uh, that kids have every right to express their religious beliefs. They can pray in school. They can read the Bible during free time in school. Lots of our kids do that. So, but it, it's it's this untapped uh, thing that they don't they don't acknowledge. They don't know. So, what we do a lot, Jim, uh, very good question, is we kindly educate them, and they have to do it. It's 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 a, it's a a U.S. Supreme Court ruling. Okay, okay. Well, uh, now, but I, I guess what I'm wondering, it, it, now the kids, it, it, are churches getting involved in this? Do you work through churches, or is this 
primarily just an individual parental thing? Yeah, we have, um, we require our, our, we call them Bible to School members. We require them to uh, build a team and a specific team, one with a pastor, a pastor who's a networker and get other churches involved. So this is not a one church deal. This is a community thing. So we get several, we encourage them to get several churches involved because that's where the volunteers are. They're sitting in their pews. Like you just said, get out of your pew, get out of your bench, get out and do something. And let me tell you, put a plug in for retiring teachers. They love this and the kids love them because a lot of the kids don't even have grandparents so they their parents or grandparents um and then our 50,000 extra points because a lot of them don't have fathers there's a fatherless epidemic in our in our society great way to to get involved with kids like one hour a week anyway that so they get get um pastors uh so pastors on this in this team there's uh a uh, a parent on this team so that there's always so you oh. have connections with the school you know how to get the reg- student registrations out so you know how to get volunteers with a pastor you know how to get uh, registrations out with a parent on the team uh and then you also have a business leader and that business leader is the, is the help helps with getting um funding with getting um and a lot of businesses and in, in communities want this like they're like this is their, this is their future employees so they want biblical truth and biblical <laughs> morals to go into their future employees so they they definitely <clears throat> support this um and then the last person is a networker uh, the networker is sometimes you need a bus and you, you know that's expensive so like they this networker knows the president of the bus company this networker knows everybody and oh. like you need something um this person is going to unstick you so so we have that that there's four people um, pull in the churches, the Christian businesses, they pull in parents, they pull in kids. <clears throat> so it's a real team effort. It's the body of Christ working. So we always say at Bible to School that ministry is a team sport. Wow. So so you said, uh, Corey, that there are 21 states right now on board. Um, now, well, say there's, a, 27, there's 27, 27 states that are interested in working with us. We have actually three of them in our, well, actually more like 12 of them in our pipeline uh, to get on board. It takes about six to, tw- six to 12 months to actually um, get them up and running and get them going because you build, you have to build a team around you for sustainability. I see. And then what you would do is after you build that team, it would grow from there to different Absolutely. And we and at Bible parts. School Central... We're located in Pennsylvania, and wow. we um, equip you then with over 450 tools. Um, it's a as a login and uh, from our website, and then we're also available. We give them a, a website of their own. Like literally, I wish I would have had all this when we started. <laughs> wow! Well, so it's really you got it pretty narrowed down to what each state would need in order yes. to, to begin this. Now, is there a cost in startup in each yeah. state? There is. There's a small cost in startup, um, mm-hmm. and then you then you have a subscription. So the first year, it's uh, $1,500 okay. uh, to start and um, put a couple of churches together, and that's their local missions, and they can give to that. Sure. Or business leaders can sponsor that. And then there's a, a 
a yearly subscription, less than much less than that, um, for um, to be a Bible to School member, and then they get all the training about what's up with the laws. Um, we get the updated curriculum. All the curriculum is included in that. So it is a uh, pretty plug and play. Just like a like I said, a franchise, um, just like McDonald's or, or Chick-fil-A or whatever. I'm not sure what, what you have up there <laughs> in Maine, but what's, what's your favorite, what's your big franchises up there? Well, uh, it's pretty much the same as what you've got. A lot of them have moved into Maine um, as far as, uh, you know, Walmarts and, and uh, yeah, Chick-fil-A and and uh, other uh, Ruby Tuesdays or yeah, yeah. all cool. those different ones. Well. We, that's kind of what we do. We give them everything they need like that. And so there's Bible schools all over the country. But yeah. um, I know in Maine, there's, I just was in, just to let you know, I was just in Bar Harbor in okay. June. Oh. Lovely, absolutely lovely yes. area. And, <laughs> and so much lobster. I, I didn't know what yeah. to do with myself. Oh. <laughs> so so what we, we look at, if somebody's listening that said, hey, I'd like to know more about it. Maybe it's a legislator of the state or, mm-hmm. or you know, that, that would uh, understand the laws and be able to educate people here. Um, now, you said that uh, one of the things about families is, is many times we don't know our rights. True. That was what the biggest hurdle is with people. They don't think they can do this. They are kind of... They kind of take uh, the school at its, at its face value, saying, oh, you can't do this. This is separation of church and state. Yeah. Separate, it, it, separation, I love that. It's, it's kind of a myth. The myth of separation of church and state is that the state can't become a church. Like, it can't have a state religion. But there's no such thing. Kids are mind, body, and soul, and mm. the founding fathers understood that. So therefore, they can do a lot of things. They can wear religious clothing. They can mm-hmm. listen to religious music. They can, like I just said, they can um, they can pray at graduation. Um, they they can do a lot of things, and people just don't know it. And they also can do release time, which is the program that we have um, that's so effective. Okay, okay. You know, I'm thinking, are we, Bob, are we coming up on a break here? Yeah, we got about two minutes. Okay, because I've got a question. And it Go may, for it, Jim. Th- but I'm, because I'm thinking, okay, if I'm I'm a parent and I want this, and, it, and this doesn't exist in my community, there is no such thing going, but I would like to have this for my child in his school. And it, it sounds fantastic, and I'm thinking, oh, my, I'd be willing to give some time and get involved in this. What do I do? You go to BibleToSchool.com. That's oh. Bible, the number two, school.com, and you click on Contact Us, and we will contact you and walk you through our four-step process. Oh, and oh, my that's goodness. That's how it works, yeah. And so, yeah, BibleToSchool.com. And uh, we are so excited uh, to do that. We, we've met the coolest people all over the country uh, to get this started, to get this ball rolling. And people with a heart like you guys have a heart. So we're, we're, we're all ready. We're, we're, we have everything you need. 
Um, so just call us. Okay, and if you okay, so if I do that, and you say okay, let's go, let's go ahead and get started. Do, now, do I have to raise money, or do I have to immediately uh, become an organizer and go out and recruit folks, or? Well, we look for someone who is an organizer. You don't, might not have to. You might say, <laughs> we would say, hey, this is the person we're looking for. And uh, we would, you would find somebody who is good at that, kind of back to the body of Christ model. Uh, and then we would guide them through how to do that and what they needed and who, what, what people they needed to recruit for their oh. team and how much resources they need. Well, we've got to take a break. And uh, so about two minutes, we'll be back with uh, Corey Pennypacker. And it's a wonderful interview. We thank you, Corey, for your time. And I pray that there'll be people out there that will respond favorably to this uh, this vision and ministry. Yeah, we'll give us right- a call. Yes. Give us If you've got any questions in your mind, if you're right. thinking, I would like to do this. God bless. Well, we're back with Simple Faith, and I'm here with Jim Barnes, uh, and I am Bob Bomier, and uh, Dale is uh, taking a break for the next couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've been talking to Corey uh, Pennypack about uh, Bibles to School, a very interesting subject. Now, I realize that there are some that may homeschool, but not all parents are equipped to do that, and others send their uh, children to a Christian school, which we'll be interviewing a great Christian school, Oxford Hills Academy, next week. Um, but others may not monetarily or uh, for logistic reasons be able to to do that. So what we're finding here, uh, Corey, is that the alternative is to bring the Bible to school. Tell us a little bit more right. about it. Well, it is a privilege to be able to do this, and it's uh, it's a federal um, court ruling held up by the Supreme Court that you can take your kids kids off site from the school one hour a week, uh, or or and, and they can uh, learn about the Bible. I uh, can't oh, have any tax dollars, and um, parental permission has to be had. So it's a it's a voluntary thing, and the community provides it. And we at Bible School teach the community how to do this. Yes, and, the, uh, and you say you what you do is when somebody contacts you, you begin uh, to work with that person and helping them to uh, you know get the proper team. Uh, together, um, I know you said it was a fifteen hundred dollar course. Uh, it cost for a like in a box uh, to begin this and to have access uh, and all that, which I'm sure uh, people would donate toward. I definitely would. Um, if there's anyone out there listening, please uh, don't let that stop you. Realize that we need to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to all of these children. Uh, now, what if somebody said, well, are you just duplicating what the church is, is already doing in Sunday school? Um, and, and how do you uh, reply to that? Yeah, I tell them that only 43% of the country goes to church. Wow. So, and it's actually been less than that. Bar- it's a Barna statistic um, that actually is a little bit old. So it's less than that. And uh, so these kids are not going to church. It's really, this program is really to reach the kids that don't go to church. But the yeah. Christian kids come and they invite their friends. What a beautiful way 
to invite your friends to learn about Jesus. And yeah. us as parents and grandparents worry about what our, who our kids hang out with, don't we? And so this is a cool way to touch uh, your kids and your kids' friends. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely uh, is something that is uh, uh, good for all of all of all. Even if kids go to church on Sunday, they're still getting it. If they're, if they're doing it with their friends at school, they, yeah. they just, one, one of the kids told us, he said, I didn't know, I thought church was church and school was school, but Bible school taught me that you can like talk about your faith anywhere. Oh, so wonderful. it really breaks through a barrier uh, for kids because they, they think it's compartmentalized and it's not. Uh, we There's so many things that kids have questions about and it might not just be on Sunday. One of the kids asked, um, me as they said are demons real hmm. and they were they waited all week so the first thing they wanted to ask me and, and i said i said well yes demons are real but guess what god's bigger than they are yes, right. and, and and we focus on the light we're not going to focus on the dark hmm. and so we're going to go talk about the school about joseph today and joseph uh followed god even when it was hard and so you you just kind of um kind of have such a a, a reason to talk to kids about God through this program and it's it's a great thing and it, people ask me actually why isn't this in every uh, elementary school in America and that is the goal of Bible to school whether it's us or another program we want to see the Bible in, in all six, it's six, 64,000 elementary schools in America Ooh. and we're just we're not even in one percent of them so there's a lot lot of God we're kingdom work to do out there and we'd love to have uh parents grandparents of maine could be a part of that as well okay corey now when you when you have that program going and the places where it's going is is do the kids meet in the school building itself or somewhere else that's against the law during the during the day so they would meet off-site. They would go to like a nearby church or they would go to a nearby youth center. Uh, and we, that's another thing you need for this program is a location. Uh, so you yeah. might need transportation as well. Um, that's where some, some uh, resources come in. Uh, so yeah, you have to, it has to be off-site to be illegal. Can they meet in somebody's do, home? But we take the hard, hard part yeah. out and we, we teach you how to do it. Wow. Oh, good, good. Can they meet in a person's home? Uh, we, they could, but we, we kind of, you, you're going to outgrow it. I mean, kids, uh, invite their friends and then it's open enrollment. So there's always, a, it starts with five or six kids and then they're like, oh my gosh, they go back to school and they're like, this is so great. We went inside the belly of a whale and we did this and we did that. And, and the other kids want to come. And so it, it, it's actually pr- the best place to have it would be in uh, a church or a, or a Christian youth center nearby. We've had businesses open up their um, spaces all to also to church, to schools, um, to this program, which is really interesting. There was an electric uh, company that did electric and they were a Christian organization and we met in their spaces. So you can get creative with this, uh, but it needs to be probably bigger than a home. Well, now you're so when you have a class like that, you're asking kids to, in a sense, to kind of give up their lunch period or their recess time 
in order to go attend this class. Uh, well, the the release time uh, court rulings, it could be any time of the day uh, legally. But our program is, is based over lunch and recess because we think, we, we understand that the tests and all that kind of, you know, what's best for the kids. So we actually have ours over lunch and recess. They bring your lunch along and, you know, it's, you know, Christian circles, we love to eat together. <laughs> so they're, they, they actually eat while the program, while the teaching is going on. And then uh, they finish up and, and the small group leaders are asking them questions and solidifying uh, answers. And just relationships are being built. And what makes Bible School unique uh, as a program is that we're age appropriate. So Old Testament second graders are Old Testament, and that curriculum is written just for them for 40 minutes. Mm. Um, and then a, a third grade is old uh, New Testament, so second grade Old Testament, third grade New Testament, and fourth grade discipleship. Uh, there's a, big, a lot of programs are taught second, you know, first through sixth, second through fourth, or whatever together. You wouldn't teach math that way. So why would you teach the Bible that way? <laughs> I are real proponents of getting right on their age level. And um, we know we as adults know when a, a pastor really speaks to us because he's on our level, you know, so that's kids are the same way. Okay, so you have curriculum materials all, all de developed. Absolutely, this. we have uh, curriculum and um, how to how to how to recruit volunteers, how to how to talk to donors, how to talk to principals. Um, we have everything you need. We have video uh, presentations. We have um, God stories, and we didn't talk <laughs> a lot about God stories yet. And I I've got one that I'd love to hear, love to share with you. Several. Yeah, uh, we good. have mom come. Uh, at the end of the year this year, one of the small group leaders had an ice cream party for her little group, her small group, and oh. invited the parents. And the the mom came up to the small group leader and said, she had tears, she said, I didn't, my, my son got so excited about the Bible and about God, I just had to like look into it myself. And so I did, and, and I became a Christian. I, I accepted Christ as my Savior. And now our whole family goes to church. And this is a parent that said that. This is a parent told us that. And we get those stories all the time. The kids drag their parents to church oh. uh, because they're learning about God. So it's, it's we really are, are, are want the entire family, but the, we start with the kids and we get them on their level. Child like faith, as, as you say. And um, another one, this was... This was really one that, that really got us. Um, we, had, we had a public school teacher uh, tell us that she was, they were in an intruder alert lockdown and it was real. And they were, um, the kids were against the wall on their hands and knees. Mm. Uh, they were uh, some of them were crying and hiccuping to get their breath. Uh, some were took pencil and paper and were writing goodbye notes to their parents. Mm just heartbreaking she said she kind of froze but she looked up at first she heard them and then she saw them and it was a group of little bible to school kids praying out loud for the school for the teacher for the kids oh, wow. and it was just a calm to go over with her and she said, I could do what I needed to do I'm like yes Jesus is in control it turned out to be a false alarm but 
and those 10 minutes, that's what our kids live in. That That's real. That's oh, very real. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so I don't know about you guys, but in my last 10 minutes, I don't know if I'd think to pray out loud for everybody. Yeah. And these kids who they did, she told me they did not have any church background. They had been in Bible school for about a year in our program for about a year. She said they were, their, their pure faith just impacted her greatly in the entire, the entire class. Well, what kind of response do you get when you first start that program in a local school? Do, do, do the kids come out? They do. Um, it's new. It starts with the, the Christian kids, though. The Christian kids will start coming first because ah. um, they know, you know, oh, this will be fun. And the other kids are like, oh, I don't know about this. And and then when they they invite their friends, we have we have even have invitations, like birthday party invitations, and the kids give invitations and um, start. It just it just grows. And we had one near Pittsburgh that started with I think it was five or six kids there's now five schools and over 400 kids that go well Corey, we have uh three minutes left i want to give you the last uh couple of minutes to to really so if you've got pen and paper out there or your cell phone with where you can take notes um uh, we want you to give that information in just a minute uh but it sounds as if this curriculum could also work for after school um, well, it, there's other good after-school ones. Okay. This is really oh, just for just... Um, release time during school. Okay. Well, it is. Yeah, it's especially designed. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to give our, our contact information. Yes, we please. would love for you to contact us and learn more, um, possibly go through our four-step process and get yes. the Word of God to your local public elementary oh, school. Oh, good, good, good. Um, it's it, my our phone number is seven one seven six one five two nine four four. That's seven one seven six one five two nine four four. And our our website where you can contact us as well is uh, Bible to School dot com. That's Bible the number two school dot com. And that's that's how you start. That's the first step. Oh wow! Well, well that that is great, and and I pray that people will reach out uh, to learn more. You got a beautiful website. I was there today, and and it's very uh, well planned, and and, and uh, there's a wealth of information uh, on that website. Could you give us that website again? Bible to school. Dot com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Yes. So you spell the word Bible, the number two, and then school.com. And on our website as well, we have resources. So if you're a mom or a grandma and you really just kind of want to see what is this all about, we have a podcast called You Can Tell the Children. Oh. We had over 10,000 do- downloads on that and um, all around the world. We teach people just how to talk to their kids about God on that podcast. Simple things. So if um, I go, just go on the website, the Bible to School website, Yes, I can, and we have a I'll podcast. find a link to that podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh. We, also, we also have a blog there as well with articles on things that moms want to know, how to, how to spiritually oh. train their kids. Um, we, have, we have a lot of resources on there for families. Um, 
they're simple. I'm, I'm a simple person. I love simple things. <laughs> and we make it simple for people to share the gospel with children. We're about to end this broadcast, about uh, four seconds or so. When you hear the music, we're gone. This is Bob Bomier and Jim Barnes with Simple Faith Radio. And we'll definitely be with you again next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Set Set your uh, alarm, <laughs> whatever. Uh, we love to have you as our audience, and we thank uh, Corey for her time. Yes, thank you, Corey. What a wonderful thank way you. What to a get privilege. that precious me- message of Jesus out 